Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 32, Final Reckoning, Episode 17, Scandal. And it was... Scandalous. That is very true. The episode opened with last week on. Marie is at the bottom of the people she considers friends. We were reminded that Polly and Natalie are straight from the redemption house now to first place mm. the episode opens with the main house Polly reminds us that he and natalie have the power vote last week they did they did win the daily and so now they have uh their vote will count as twice during nominations we see johnny and tony having a little powwow looks like they're laying down with some beauty masks on and then they do a fun joke about sending in tj yeah this is you know they know that they're being filmed uh at this point and they know that this will probably make the episode so you know why not give it to tj and say that they're gonna vote him in right and they seem very confident in this scene that they will not BB getting voted in. They will not BB getting <laughs> voted in. Guys, this is our second podcast that we're doing today, just to let y'all know. We then see Kara and Maria, and they are talking about their team's fate. Kara is uh, asking Marie to do some reconnaissance work and find out what the Lavender ladies are thinking. Kara seems to think that her and Marie uh, are going in to the elimination. The whole beginning of this episode is trying to set it up that Kara and Marie are on the chopping block and Johnny and Tony are not. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, um, uh, you know... Everybody thinks that Johnny and Tony are the toughest team in the house, and who would want to call them out? Yeah, they seem. It seems to be that because they are uh, so experienced and athletically inclined, mm-hmm, that they are somehow untouchable. Mm. And you know what? They have not been in a. Uh, uh, elimination. An elimination. They yet. have not been in Armageddon yet, which we learned in this episode, and quite frankly, I was shocked and by. There's been 50 uh, episodes at this <laughs> point, so I mean, everyone knows Final Reckoning started in 2008. Guys, is it just me, or does it feel as though we've been watching this season of the challenge for three fucking years? I've, it's crazy. <laughs> I've got bangs. I grew my hair out. I chopped it off. I gained 20 pounds. I lost 15. I mean, so much has happened. Our poor Lily wasn't even born when when the first uh, season of the this trio started. Lily was just a glimmer in her Tomcat dad's eyes. Mm. So that takes us to the Redemption House. Brad and Kyle, Cam and Kaylee are the people populating the Redemption House currently. And they are talking about Shane and Nelson. Specifically, Brad and Kyle Mm -hmm. talking about Shane and Nelson. They hate those guys. They hate them. Um, Cam does a nice little interview part where she's talking about Brad. And she says, take your pity party somewhere else. And she is right on because Brad's being a whiny little baby. But he does come in with a line that I love where talking about Nelson, he says that his credit score is zero. His credit score is zero with me, man. What an old guy diss. God, you couldn't be more of a dad I'll bringing up this, someone's credit score. Nelson, pff, you're going to have to take that shit to H&R Block because you're getting taxed. <laughs> I'm going to level a heavy mortgage on you and your 401k is never going to be able to catch up. Brad doesn't know what a 401k is. Brad says he's going to teach him a lesson. This is something that has come up a few times on on this season, um, people saying that they're teaching someone a lesson or they need to be taught a lesson. And I'm not sure I've heard it as this much in other seasons. I don't like it. Okay? You're all teaching each other. You're all you're all too 
No one's teaching anybody a lesson. Let's be honest. <laughs> There's not a teacher in this goddamn house. Not a one. So stop acting like you're better than everybody else, okay? Mm. That brings us to the main house uh, where Natalie and Johnny are talking. They're kind of being flirtatious. She has some sort of a bandage that's maybe a heart. I don't know what's going on. They're talking about hearts. They bring up Angela. Poor Angela. I mean, Who? she has been Who pulled. You know, she her. I feel bad for Angela because she came into this season being a worthy competitor and since then they've just talked about her as being a joke uh in terms of johnny it is weird because i mean they were they did make it seem like it was a real deal situation but in past three episodes it seems like johnny's like we all know that that wasn't real right right natalie's chin still messed up so screwed up also is her shoulder fucked up it seems her like- shoulder's fucked up they go out on the town later in this episode and she just has a big bloody shoulder i mean god forbid they show us her knees as as well because after that uh elimination her knees were bloody yeah she was bloodied now here's a fun little thing for me during this conversation natalie is surrounded by fab fit fun products is that true <laughs> yes what's going on are they was fab fit fun uh, like sponsoring the house they and that's how they got be. all those products or does every single one of these people on the show have fab fit fun for free because they're instagram famous okay fab fit fun is a subscription box uh we have definitely talked about on the pod way too much most deaf um but i will see fat fit from products on i've seen them on the jersey shore uh snooki's got a ton so does jwow and i see them throughout the challenge i think they have like a deal with mtv where they're being uh given all the cast members are being given a box but i will say it makes me feel especially targeted to because i feel like i'm just a consumer and this brand knows me by by picking challenge members to showcase these products i'm like FabFitFun has ash by the short and curlies. They really do. If you know what I mean. The pubic hair. That takes us to a night out. Ashley and Sylvia are telling Marie that they are going to definitely vote Bananas and Tony in. They then get um, joined by Shane and they are telling Marie, don't tell anyone we're going to vote in Bananas and Tony. This is a relief for Marie who thought that she was going to be voted in with Cara and this just really goes to show uh, what great politicking skills Marie has because she has truly played both sides throughout this challenge. She's able to go in there and get this information. To be honest when they start um, talking about this when they go out on the town um, have we gotten to that scene? That's yet? where we are. Yeah. So I that's mean, what I just described. They're I, out on the town. I understand. God, it's like you don't even listen to I, me. I am listening, but you know, I, I fall asleep every now and again. It's not your fault. This is our second podcast. So, uh, when, as soon as this started to happen, when they were at the bar, or the club, or whatever, I was like, "Oh man, is this going to be another bar scene where Marie is cries. like a sad sack of shit yeah. and goes around and complains and cries?" Which really only happened once, and I think that it was just so jarring. We it has stuck with us uh, throughout the season. Well, it was something that ended Couple up being like ago. a three episode arc based on on Marie's behavior uh, of her uh, old alliance turning on her, accumulated with a headbutt. Mm culminated whatever <laughs> i'm just mad that i just explained that whole night out and then you said are we gonna get to the night out no i just uh sometimes when in the beginning of your descriptions i start thinking about what i need to say about it and i f- kind of forget okay I, I would excuse it easily except for if this didn't just happen two hours ago on the other podcast we were recording i'm always thinking <laughs> 
Ah, uh, folks, what are you going to do? Ashley, can we continue? Oh, fine. Okay, that takes us to the next story arc, which is that Johnny doesn't like that Natalie is canoodling with Nelson and Hunter. And I ask why. Yeah, who cares? Who, what is going on here? Are they really like, is there a thing between the two of them? I I don't understand because when they came into the house, they seemed to be sort of vendetta-ish. Uh, based on, you know, the previous season. And also, it was a whole thing about, um, you know, uh, Natalie sort of coming She has a girlfriend. Or, Listen, or... it has already been established that the romance between Natalie and Johnny was for television. I get, has it been established? Like, yes. I don't even know. The season's so long. I don't even. I, I mean, it, it. I thought it was established. I thought it was all agreed upon. Mm, I thought knows? when they had that spread in People of their date where all the pictures of them supposedly on a date came out yeah. and everyone trashed it for being so obviously stable. Stage, yeah. I thought we all agreed that this was just a showman. Who knows? And why does John? And apparently, Johnny's telling Natalie not to talk to Hunter or Nelson. I mean, Johnny, grow up. Yeah, it's a game, bro. You're a grown man. You're a grown man. Hunter and Nelson, we know our boys, 28 mm. year old boys. Mm. <laughs> that brings us to the commercial break, which brings us back to the main house. Johnny is venting to Kara. Uh, about how upset he is that Natalie is talking to Hunter Nelson. He thinks she's doing it to make him jealous. And then Kara's like, hey, man, this is about a million dollars. At the end of the day, she doesn't matter. Okay, then Johnny says something like, are you telling me that me and you should be together and that Natalie and Kyle should be together? And it's kind of like I'm just watching them. And she goes over. He calls her wifey. I'm like, this friendship confuses me. Are they? Do they have like a little thing going on possibly or have they had a little thing going on? I don't think they. In the past? No, I don't think they had a romance let's not forget that johnny orchestrated that horrible um storyline on bloodlines where Kara, where abram came in and then he told uh abram that Kara had given some guy i don't even remember his name uh, hj in the back of the bus one of the twins yeah whatever that guy's name was yeah. I, I don't know he, he glad to, they're not on the show anymore i liked him until he left like halfway through dirty 30 i think it was um but the point is is that johnny and Kara have been at their friendship to me is a matter of convenience. They have they have uh, watched all of their friends be sort of taken out throughout the years, fall into the wayside by getting families, starting real lives. These two are old school people that have hung on, but we know that they didn't get along for so many seasons. Yeah, but as we've stated before, they are the stars of this show. They are the figureheads yeah. of the challenge. It's a friendship, like I said, of convenience, I think. Um, that takes us to nominations. Natalie and Polly, let, let me remind you again, they do have the power vote. Their vote counts as twice. They vote for Joss and Sylvia. Kara and Marie go in there, and Marie tells Kara what the Lavender ladies are going to do. And Kara is like, wow, I am shocked. I thought it was definitely us. And then we see Ashley and Hunter vote for Bananas and Tony. Sylvia and Joss vote for Bananas and Tony. And Shane and Nelson vote for Bananas and Tony. Here's the thing about this Shane and Nelson vote, though. They are arguing in the beginning of it, and we don't 100% understand why. Yeah, it's weird because it's like there it's as if we had just seen them argue for a whole episode or a few episodes, but really the the last few episodes have been kind of like the love affair yeah. of Nelson and uh Shane. Yeah, and, we uh, thought they were BFFs. They're being very cute together. They're having a they're, they seem to be having a blast, getting along, playing very well. And all of a sudden editing is trying to tell us that they're at odds and that they're arguing and it's like, "What? Excuse me, production." Because you have just been uh, sending us the storyline that they love each other, and now you have them talking as if that they're a fractured team? 
what is going on? Why are you setting up Shane and Nelson in this way on this particular episode? That brings us to the main house where Nelson and Shane are having a heart to heart. Shane admits that he's about to have a psychological breakdown and he really needs Nelson to stop arguing with him. Um, this is when Nick asked me, what happened with them? Why are they all of a sudden on the rocks? Yeah, and it's interesting. Shane has this thing like, you're treat you, you're you're treating me like your girlfriend, but you need to be treating me like your boyfriend. Uh, what other way, say? you're treating me like you're you're treating me like your boyfriend. You need to be treating me like you're I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like I'm not I don't understand what he means by that. I think with like uh treat I think he's Listen, uh, I don't, think he's don't appealing. abuse me like you would uh, a girlfriend. No, uh, he's like, saying what is he saying? No, Nick, you have it flipped. He's saying, Don't treat me like a boyfriend, treat me like a girlfriend. So he's saying you treat girls differently because they are weaker and more sensitive. So you have to treat me like that. Don't yell at me. Okay. It's a little he's playing into sort of Nelson's, um, you know, gender bias. And, and I'm but I, I, I mean, I'm, I hate to do this, um, you know, and, and get into the nitty gritty here. I kind of find Shane to be the alpha on the team. Same. So I'm, I, I don't all of a sudden this Shane being like, you have to treat me like a delicate flower. Yeah. Doesn't really read because he is he's kind of the he's kind of the alpha. He's been, he, it seems that he's been making the decision. Yeah. And yeah. he's also like very forthright and like um, ready to get into confrontations. And yeah. Nelson is more mild mannered. Yeah. And seems to avoid this stuff. For the most part. I mean, the past episode, not so much. I mean, he was kind of defending Devin's honor and all these things. And so. the Kaylee, uh, Brad and situation. He can't get involved with any of his friends or relationships. He will uh, He will come at your ass. Yeah. But Shane is just like, you know, ready to explode the house. Shane's you know? an he's, instigator. He's an instigator. Whereas Nelson's more like a defender. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it was an interesting uh, conversation, especially out of the blue. Um, and I also saw Shane drinking Coca-Cola, yeah, which I noticed. Which I love, you know, in um, television, they always try and hide labels, but they tape over the label. I love they had like the tiniest bit of masking tape over the Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know. I can't recognize that red can. <laughs> or that curly font. Yeah. Um, that brings us to Armageddon. And we learn that Bananas and Tony got the most votes. Spoiler alert, they're going in. Mm. Tony looks like a deer in headlights. He's got wide eyes. He's looking around where Johnny is like smiling in a way that doesn't seem humorous. It seems more angry. Yeah, he's pissed, but he also knew exactly that he was going to go in. Like he, they, he knew this. They knew this. And I was actually happy for Johnny and Tony here to to uh, put their money where their... They have a chance now to put their money where their mouth is. They. So you're saying that they know this, and then this episode started with them sitting in the outside saying that they're not going to get voted in. What makes you think they know this? I think just for storyline purposes, they made you believe that Karm and Marie were um, secretly not on the chopping block, but everybody thought they were on the chopping block. I think just the way that the last episode went, where like literally Joss and... The whole uh, house turning yeah, against Johnny. Yeah, Nelson... And, and and Johnny almost came to blows. Devin and Johnny almost came to blows. And yeah. then Joss. I mean, this is... They had to think that they're still going to go for these motherfuckers. And honestly, the way Johnny walked out there, I was like, oh, Johnny knew he was about to do this. Like, uh, you know, they were both looking at their thing. What a surprise. Maybe they didn't. But um, I just kind of feel like that team was handicapped by the fact that they... Had, were not able to prove themselves in an elimination where it does seem like you guys are all talk. You're, you're out of here. We're going to get you out of here, but they never got to be like, 
put their money where their mouth is to be like, listen, we are strong. You don't want to take us in. But it's like, how do we know? You guys could be weaker than everybody else and could lose. It's been 17, 16 episodes. We have not seen you guys have to fight for it, but they have won numerous Daily. Dailies. Yeah. So to me, it was like if I was Johnny and Tony, I would have been almost relieved. You knew this was going to happen at some point. And it's just like, dude, I need to let off some steam. Let's fucking rumble with some of these teams. Yeah. And so now they're getting their chance. And Johnny says his trademark line, take a swing at the king. You better not miss. Dude, he'll take a swing at something and you better not miss in every season of this show. It is one of Johnny's uh, trademarks. It is one of the things that he gets caught up on. He has these old man. Mannerisms. Take a swing at the boss. Uh, you better not miss. You know these old uh, these old sayings of a guy who's pushing forty, who definitely uh, grew up in a blue collar area where he heard a lot of dads and uncles who drank a bunch of Budweiser saying these things over and over again. Yeah, he says that every season. Um, that's when TJ remarks that I haven't seen you guys in here yet, and that's when Nick and I go, "What?" Yeah, I know it was. Even though I, I. I I guess I knew that, but I didn't. I, I was surprised. It was surprising to me that they had gotten this far without having to do an elimination. Same. We learned that the teams that voted for Johnny and Bananas and the teams that Johnny and Bananas have, Johnny and Bananas, Johnny and Tony have to choose from are Joss and Sylvia, Shane and Nelson, and Hunter and Ashley. Who will they pick? So when they do like their little uh, deliberation, when they kind of pull... Each other aside. Excuse me, I just burped into the mic. Very classy. Uh, so, hey, it's Halloween. Um, so, uh, you know. Tony and Johnny step to the side to discuss which team they want to go against. And Johnny says, listen, there's a there's a team that we're gunning for. And he said, there's a team that we think that we could beat. Now, here's the thing. This is when Nick and I pause it and start talking to each other. Who do we think it's going to be? And we decide that it's going to definitely be Shane and Nelson, particularly because this the way that this episode has been edited. This episode has spent a lot of time up front establishing that there's some sort of fracture between Shane and Nelson. And so we were thinking, it can't be Joss and Sylvia because we've seen practically zero from them. And the lead up to that was really more of a Marie story. Storyline where we got to see jo- uh, Sylvia headbutt Marie from right. a few episodes ago. So I kind of figured, oh, that was just sort of to tell the Marie part of this thing, how she's kind of back in the alliance a little bit. Um, and they, uh, they're they kind of smart about it. I mean, they, they talk about, Tony and Johnny talk about it a little bit, and they kind of say, well, listen, we saw two big tanks next to one another. Tanks of water. We know that Shane is kind of, is a, I believe uh, G- uh, Tony calls him a human uh, mermaid. He's like, but he's a man, so he's a merman. Why don't you just call him a human fish? Yeah, who knows? But um, so uh, they kind of look at each other and decide, let's let's try to get the win here. And they decide to choose Sylvia and Josh. Dun, dun, dun. Now, Sylvia is, um, I believe, isn't she like uh, six uh, six wins, zero losses in eliminations Sylvia has or something? A fantastic elimination record. I don't know what it is off the top of my dome, but I do know that she goes in there and she gets shit done. Last season she got sent home because of pneumonia not because of an elimination yeah and yet 
I still don't really think she adds so much to these shows. I, I, I still am looking for just a little bit more. She this season, be, she must be getting a horrible edit because everyone um, that is friends with her loves her. She seems to have a big voice in the Lavender Ladies. Um, she's a great competitor, and yet we really don't know much about her. And any, everything I hear from fans is that she doesn't bring much uh, to the screen. I will say this season has been her best season so far, and I'm looking forward to further seasons with her. I think she's definitely established herself as a big personality in these shows so the way that this competition works is that there is a diver and a builder a diver has to go into this tank and collect puzzle pieces and then the builder has to build a um, a structure that is at least three feet high and can stand for three seconds the problem is is that the base of uh, the, the structure is resting on the water it's floating on the water so every little ripple in the water causes it to move imagine if you were do playing jenga and the table was always kind of waving in the wind so it's very difficult um joss and sylvia have a little interview before they How go about in just playing jenga on a raft in the ocean that's, yeah. ki- that's kind of what it was is like you got the, natu- good- the natural waves and uh it's basically exactly that instead of if it's jenga it's kind of big thicker pieces uh pretty much uh, maybe smaller pieces than what we saw on uh that thing when um when zach busted his face open when they smaller had- than that i would say around the size of an iphone 8 plus yes yes <laughs> nice ash sylvia and joss uh in their interview they flip off the camera saying we hate johnny and tony let's take them down johnny and tony basically just complain about joss uh we forgot to mention that when johnny and to- when sylvia and joss join johnny and tony um joss and johnny have words back and forth there is bad blood between these two, and it does not seem to be for um, television's sake. It seems that they just don't like each other. Well, we saw last week Joss and, uh, to- um, and Johnny got into it uh, over the Devin dad comment. Right. Joss's dad also passed away. Yes. Um, so this hit very close to home, and... Uh, you know, Johnny made that another classic old man comment, which was who put a nickel in Joss, which yeah. is like uh, just he's full of them. He's full of them, guys. I love that. I love that when who, he said who that. who put a nickel in Joss. Yeah. yeah, honestly, man, I don't hate I don't hate Johnny this season. I know I'm kind of a Johnny defender. Johnny's getting a great edit, but uh, he's an underdog this season. Yeah. It's really highlighting his um, capacity for fun one-liners. Yeah, he's, he's his back is against the wall, and he's having to shoot off his mouth as much as possible. So we're getting double time with yeah. those uh, those uh, phrases. So uh, Nick and I notice after TJ explains how this uh, elimination is going to work, we both kind of remarked on the fact that the eliminations have been very creative this season. Incredibly creative. There's multiple layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos to the people who make these things because there are multiple layers on these. It's not simple shit. Everything has like two or three steps. It's going to be a, and and it's, doesn't it also seem, and I think this is sort of how they're doing the, it doesn't matter how they're leveling off the teams because there's always a physical aspect. Yeah. And for the most part, especially in the latter part of the season, the physical challenge has been backed up with like a mental challenge, a a puzzle element to this of some kind. Um, these okay, so Joss is going to be the builder on his team. Sylvia is going to be the diver, and Johnny's going to be the diver on his team. And Tony is going to be the builder. Johnny um, mentions that Tony is a construction guy. Yeah, he's like, uh, 
To, um, he uh, goes, Tony has a background in building scaffolding, and I have a background in, well, almost anything. Is that uh, what he said? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. So um, this is this was a fun elimination to watch. And we see these structures. They keep getting built. They keep falling down over and over again. Everyone is getting so frustrated. We hear Shane yelling from the sidelines at Joss, don't do shit. Let her do it. Um, we see... Oh, I, I wrote down, this is causing Ashley so much anxiety. And I almost read that as Ashley Mitchell, but I meant Ashley me. This, yeah. This elimination, I was like gripping the sofa. I was breathing heavily. Yeah. I, it was just, it was it was tough. Ashley was like, actually, like she was there. It like. felt like I was there. <laughs> Johnny snaps at TJ at one point. Um, yeah, TJ's like, come on, guys, this is for a million dollars. And, and uh, Bananas is like, fucking Shut up, TJ. I know it. I know that. Uh, Joss mentions that they're freezing their tits off over here. This is back and forth, back and forth, which culminates in a win for... Joss and Sylvia. That's right, folks. Wow. Congratulations to Joss and Sylvia. I mean, that was um, that's quite a victory they got there. Quite a victory. Let's be honest. No one wants to see Tony and Johnny in the final. In fact, all of these teams commented on how we don't think we can beat them in a final. We have to get them out now. And Joss and Sylvia got them out. What did you think about how Tony and Johnny, how they accepted their victory? Um, or, or loss, excuse me. Tell me what you mean. Um, they just kind of made a joke out of it, and they were kind of laughing about it. Yeah, they're bu- they're warming their buns by the fire. Yeah, they're like, hey, nobody fart on the flame. <laughs> yeah. Somebody put like a fart noise. Johnny uh, says he's going to the redemption house. He threatens to spill some tea. I got some tea to spill. And that's when I started to realize, oh, that's why we're seeing this elimination so close to the vote, because we're going to see a lot of redemption house stuff. And that... Brings us to our next scene, the Redemption House. Tony and Johnny walk in, first greeted by Kyle. They all gather around the house. Johnny calls a house meeting immediately, and then he tells Kaylee that Natalie's trying to steal your man. Um, Johnny keeps talking about how they were cuddling all night in bed, and then Tony seems to try and back up Johnny, and Tony is so bad at yeah, this. Tony's like, yeah, yeah, they, they were hanging out. <laughs> like, he was just, like, such, like, not into it. Or not not into it, just not as good as Johnny is at Stern Pots. Now, Cam knows immediately, and she's yeah. like, Kaylee, he's lying. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Is he lying? I bet they were being like they were talking, but I, I well bet- they were dancing together. Yeah, and that's what and and we got to see that a little bit earlier that there was a little bit of a Nelson, Natalie, and 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 uh, Johnny uh, being upset about the situation. But I don't recall them being in bed together. They didn't show it. And I feel like if they didn't show it, it didn't happen. Right. Right. I agree. But I don't think we can play by those rules. I don't think that editing is on our side in that way. I do think that we've seen Nelson and Natalie be close as friends before. We've definitely seen them kind of like we've seen everyone in the house kind of lying on their shoulder or something like that. I mean, that these people are very close to each other. Well, last season, do you remember when Mm -hmm. um, Outside by the pool? Yeah, Johnny and Natalie had their split and then Natalie kind of started to go over to yeah, Nelson and they're try to- clearly friends there's clearly a warmth there a comfort there um do I think that they were in bed all night cuddling I mean that seems like a little extreme but I bet Johnny saw them kind of canoodling hanging out a little bit and decided to blow it up and make it bigger than it is our next scene is a purge challenge a purge challenge it's a challenge called heads will roll and it involves a rolling structure where you have to capture flags uh, running back and forth and whoever captures the most flags will be safe 
TJ lets us know that today's order has been chosen at random. I don't believe him. This has come up multiple times. Today's order has been chosen at random. Today's order has been chosen at random. What is the catch here? Who knows? Someone, someone who knows. Write us at realityblowspodcast.gmail.com. Tell us what the deal is. Hunter and Ashley go first, and Hunter is great at this. They get six flags. Shane and Nelson go next, and they fall. Nelson falls almost immediately. It is uh, pretty upsetting to yeah. watch Nelson roll off this uh, thing. Somebody says he has two left feet. I got to agree. <sighs> I felt so bad for Nelson. Sometimes he just gets like, I don't, I don't know if he just gets worked up and he loses focus or what, but he just, he stepped out onto this rolling platform and then fell off within, I don't know, 10 seconds. Yeah, it's tough to watch. Now, Something I found interesting in this is that um, there's like production to the sides kind of helping them in some ways. And they have on like face ski masks. It must be so cold there. Seems like it. I mean, when they but when they go to the, the dome or whatever it is, the Armageddon, Armageddon the soccer ball, the soccer ball, they get they get so bundled up at night. And there's also barrels of like fire around them. Yeah. that People keep to keep seeming to have to like heat uh, warm up next to especially a lot of water based challenges. So many water. I mean, that's something we didn't even mention during the elimination is like both teams were like their like teeth were chattering sylvia's hands shaking yeah it was uh it seems like the the cold and the water is really getting to people no wonder and it it, it must be freezing it's gotta be next up are polly and natalie and this is the team to beat they're coming into this challenge um having won the last challenge and they kill this challenge i mean polly is incredible i mean they come they come uh winning the last challenge and then and right before that winning their uh redemption house challenge yeah i mean they are they're on a roll they're on a roll me and ashley sort of looked at each other and decided that paulie is a good partner to have yeah he's great he has he has fostered a very trusting environment with natalie before the before they go into the competition they say i love you i trust you you know there's a lot of them being on each other's side here and it is I would love to have Polly as a partner. He's good. And it's good. For, I mean, he seems to be on the shorter uh, end of the stick. Yeah, he looks um, like a smallish guy. Um, and that is really hel- the low center of gravity. Um, and he's a physically fit guy. This is sort of the challenge for him. Nick, what are your opinions about Polly throughout this season? Have they changed? Um, are you looking at him like he's a true challenger? How I, do you feel about this guy? I did not like him up front. I thought he was kind of obnoxious. And then in the middle of the season, I thought it was kind of funny because he was such a challenger mark he was talking about how ct is his idol yeah and about how he loves this show and honestly that was kind of being like oh he's kind of a nice guy it was endearing he is kind of a dope and then um now i'm just like this guy is incredibly talented he's a good partner to have and then him uh with natalie winning the trivia challenge all based on challenges of the past in which he was not involved in incredible i mean honestly i was like this motherfucker is here to win he's a fan and i really like him now. I, I love that he flipped himself off that platform when they were up against the elimination with Kyle and Brad. He was trying to move that um, his rotating crank oh, so hard he flipped it. himself off the platform. I love that he started this season um, as a bad guy telling basically breaking up brad and Brittany. i mean let's not forget that master move that he played yeah. and then we've just seen him redeem himself in the eyes of the viewer aka ashley uh, me by just kind of being a solid partner to natalie and having a lot of heart in the game and also being a great player so shout out to you paulie yeah 
we're fans. Um, so while this is happening, we keep getting shots of Nelson. He is a mess. He does not look happy. He's really upset that he blew it for him and Shane. Um, I mean, Shane, and also Shane is, I believe, crying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're both kind of a mess. Yeah, this sucks. They made it this far, and they're going to go now on a purge challenge. Uh, then we get a little comment from Hunter after seeing Natalie and Polly do so well, where Hunter says he's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Wow. Now, something I found interesting is that I heard this a ton growing up. Old people say this, but um, it must be a Southern thing because Nick had never heard it. Never heard it. I was very surprised it made sense. You know what I mean? I don't know what that says. <laughs> about me or about hunter or about how i think a hunter but. i think southern idioms though tend to like not make sense it's like you leave out the barn door and the cat's getting in the rafters and the milk's getting spilled is that real no oh yeah yeah <laughs> you bake a pie and you eat it and then there you go you got some milk slap a donkey on the ass if you're looking for the the back door because you need a banana and uh, also i'm dead one of the well i feel like there's a lot of like cat based ones too because the one i used to also hear growing up is um just because the cat has kittens in the oven don't make them biscuits whoa what does that mean it means that just because you have kids in the south doesn't make them southerners oh. so like northerners if they like move to georgia and they have like a kid and they're but they're like he's from georgia but it's like nah he's not a southerner isn't that isn't, isn't that a, isn't that a carpet bagger isn't that what no that is? that's not a carpet bagger at all okay nope <laughs> <laughs> just because the cat has kittens in the oven don't make them biscuits um cara and marie go next this is the last team to go and cara falls yeah cara not really performing well this season i think this might have been marie's fault cara got to the end and then marie kind of stepped out and the only reason i say i think it's marie's fault is because she said she was sorry but maybe marie's just saying she's sorry i don't know i don't know just for existing yeah cara's not doing that great um but i will say that as a team they've grown exponentially i mean we can all agree on that yeah um ashley has a little interview where she goes this is a sick joke the redemption house residences the redemption house residents is what she calls Polly and natalie are winning and i just thought that was so funny yeah, the redemption did, house residences they did like live there for like the entire beginning the of the entire season time they've been there for like a month and a half that takes us to the redemption house where nelson and shane walk in that's right Nelson and Shane lost the purge. Wow. They walk into the redemption house and then they are immediately confronted by Kaylee, who yeah. wants to know if what Johnny has been saying is true. Yep. And Johnny walks into the door frame with the biggest shit eating grin ever. Couldn't Just, be happier. So, boys, what, what brings you to the old redemption house? Yeah. And uh, they're not happy. And then, uh, you know, I'll tell you what. If for a guy like Nelson, who is uh, seems like he really likes Kaylee and really doesn't have anything to worry about, him with his sunglasses on, talking to Kaylee and being like, who told you that, Johnny? Who told you that? He kind of seemed a, a little guilty. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of canoodling at the bar with her, but everybody's dancing with everybody it's dancing you i just know? don't feel like this is fair i don't feel like nelson has the capability to enter this situation and be like that guy's full of shit and uh, it's not true i think nelson is the kind of person that if you're like you were canoodling with that girl he'd be like oh shit was i yeah but you know he's got shane 
Shane's the yeah. mouthpiece, man. Well, we'll see what happens because that's how the end of the episode uh, was. So oh, that's the end, guys. I can't wait for next week's app. Folks, enjoy your Halloween. Uh, we enjoyed doing this podcast for you. And if you didn't realize about an hour and a half ago, uh, <laughs> an episode, a, a blowness episode of Blown-ness. Reality Blows came, uh, showed up in your pod feed. Uh, and me and Ashley talked a lot about um, uh, how we binged an entire season of Halloween Wars, season three. So go check that out. We also told our story of our tumultuous uh, evenings on the uh, on Devil's Night, um, which was last night where I fell down and busted <laughs> my fucking knee. And Guys, then, you don't want to miss that story. Yeah, I had to perform a whole <laughs> sketch show. We tell you all about it. So check out that Get episode. In there. And if you haven't already, please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. Email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. That's like Brooke Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Mary. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And as always, may the TJ be with you. And also, happy Halloween. Can't, can't get enough of that. Can't get enough of that. Bye.